listener production. G'day, you are listening to episode 97 of the Howie Games, Nat 5, The Impact of Corona. We're making progress at the moment against COVID-19, aren't we? We are making progress. There are obviously still a lot of bridges to cross in relation to health and the economy and various other factors, but some of the things we love are coming back into our lives like footy. The NRL is back, the AFL is just around the corner, which will hopefully have a positive impact on a lot of your lives. Now, this chat with Nat Five took place a couple of weeks ago now, and as you're about to hear, the Frio captain has endeavoured to make the best of a bad situation. The full part A and B of the episode is up as per usual, but here's Nat Five on the impact of COVID-19 on his world. Hey, it is great to see you, and I can't wait to get into your story. Before we do that, strange times the last couple of months around Australia and around the world. Personally, football aside, how have you been dealing with isolation and the whole COVID-19 situation? Look, I'm quite fortunate in that I'm from a regional area in Lake Grace. So as soon as the curtains were drawn on our season in some ways, I relocated down to the country with my parents. Uh, We've got a transport business out there. Transport is one of the industries that was able to keep going business as usual. And so I stepped um, off Marvel Stadium on Saturday and into a truck on Tuesday afternoon and stayed there for seven weeks. Um, So I really enjoyed some elements of the isolation. Certainly towards the back end, I was starting to get itchy to start playing footy again. Some time at home with mum and dad. I know for me personally, homeschooling, not such a positive, but more time with the kids at home and having weekends off has been outstanding on my end. What have you taken as a positive out of the situation in a situation that's obviously got so many negatives, mate? Yeah, I mean, look, it's the first time since I left as an 11-year-old to boarding school that I've been able to spend long periods of time with mum and dad. Um, And I think we all enjoyed that. There was a couple of moments throughout where we weren't at our best selves and we had a few scraps. But for the most part, I was able to share some good space, some good conversations with them. They're getting older now. um, And that's time that I I probably won't get to do again um, whilst I'm still playing professionally. So I really enjoyed that. I was able to get hands-on with the business as I said, driving a truck, doing maintenance on a truck, it's a very different lifestyle uh, to the glitz and glam of AFL. So I love that polarity, that juxtaposition between the two worlds um, and was able to transfer some elements of what I do with footy over to that lifestyle and hopefully I'll be able to transfer some, some of the things I learned out there back into footy world. We'll talk about rolling around in the big rigs in the main part of the episode, which I'm looking forward to. Have you missed footy? Uh, I have. I've missed competing. Um, We were starting to really get a handle on a new game plan with a new coach, a number of new players. And so you miss that optimistic energy that comes with trying to build something collectively. Um, um, And that probably came more after five and six weeks, Howie. The first couple of weeks, it was all just um, so up in the air and so bizarre and it was hour by hour and parts of that were, were quite liberating um, and parts of it were a little bit scary. I'm sure everyone had a similar experience in many ways but towards the back end I started to um, spend more time on the Zoom and on the house party and the apps just connecting with my teammates getting ready to go again. The whole situation obviously has developed, as you said, so quickly. I found myself watching the news and I found myself not just reading the back 15 pages of the paper, Nat, which has probably been a good thing. <laughs> have you been studying day-to-day in detail what's happening around Australia and around the planet or have you tried to take a bit of a step back from it all? Yeah, early doors, I was catching every bit of content I could, uh, trying to be as well-read 
on what was happening around the world, what was that going to mean for sport here, what was that going to mean economically and socially for us here. But I remember this moment on the couch where I was laying down and I had the TV on the news, my laptop up, watching a YouTube news review and my phone open, flicking through a feed. It was three different layers of COVID news and I thought, that's it, like this is poisoning my head. I've got to shut it all down. What will be will be. Um, and since then I've tried to steer away from it as much as I could. We'll talk about training in the main part and obviously you're a very hard trainer. How have you gone about training and have you been happy with what you've been doing or are there questions saying, I can't do what I normally do and that causes stress? Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting question. Um, once we knew that we couldn't train as a group, we were given a program by our strength and conditioning coaches, but the hard part was there was no timeline on it. Uh, it wasn't like they were saying, here's a six-week program and after six weeks you'll be playing again. So for me, um, I really need the certainty of time to be able to work back from and build a program. And, and when there was talk of it being possibly six months or longer, I instantly went into self-preservation mode, uh, knocked it back into idle uh, and basically went home uh, and detrained to a, to a degree. I was still training twice a week, about four or five Ks a session, kicking the footy where I could um, and maintenance training on my gym work. But um, nowhere near the standard required to play AFL. And the reason for doing that was I was going to wait until we had certainty around the start date, which was likely to be four to eight week lead in. And once we had that certainty, then I could ramp right back up and really maximise my motivation because um, I'm, I'm sure if I had have tried to train as hard as I could through that whole period without the knowing of when we're going to play, there was a high risk of burnout. Mm. Um and we might still be playing footy in October, November. So, so that's that's a new challenge to have to deal with. I'm at a stage now where I reckon I'm about seven out of ten where I need to be to play. I'll, I've had a good week so far this week. Um, I'll get a four-week block in before we have to play in mid-June, and I think that'll be enough to at least get me started in the season. I'll build match fitness as we go, and hopefully still be playing my best footy late in the year in October. So, when you're at Lake Grace, who are you kicking the footy with? <laughs> I've got a uh, lifelong mate. Matt Trevenin, I think he's a listener of the show too. Oh, good. Uh, so he um, he's always been my man when I go home, flick him a text and say, get off the tools, come and have a kick with me, up the local oval. Um, I've got a gym in my shed at my parents' house, which the club actually put down there when I was a first-year play, player weighing 72 kilos. I said, I've got no facilities, and they bought me a gym and put it down there. <laughs> um, and between those two facilities, it's enough. Watching and reading and listening in isolation. I don't know. You're in Perth now. We did discuss doing this with you in Lake Grace and you were, oh, I'm not sure how the internet's going to go. So I don't know if you've been streaming. What have you been watching? A little bit of uh, the Jordan oh. Netflix, obviously, and trying as hard as I could to stagger it so I didn't swallow it all up as soon as it came out. Um, Ellie and I are watching Killing Eve on ABC iView, mm-hmm. which is a cracker. Um, and that's about it, mate. Are you reading anything? I am a listener. Uh, I listen on Audible and 15 hours a day in a truck provides a great platform to listen. And I mainly listen to um, uh, mindset or investment books. They're my two streams. Um, What's the last thing I'll listen to? Ben Graham's The Intelligent Investor, which is uh, probably going to put you to sleep if you start reading that, but (laughs) I find it interesting. (laughs) Okay, let's get on with the main body of the show with Nat Five.
listener.